Welcome to the Bike Portland podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Maas. In this episode, I'm going to continue my experimentation with this format and do something a little different. I want to share an exchange from a recent Metro meeting. Metro hosts a bunch of different committees related to transportation. Oh, sorry for folks that aren't local to Portland or who haven't heard this yet. Metro is our regionally elected uh, planning organization, so Metropolitan Planning Organization. Uh, it's an elected body, and they're in charge of one of the big things in their portfolio is sort of long-range transportation planning, and they are the conduit to millions and millions of dollars from the federal government that goes into transportation. So we follow what Metro Council and what Metro's committees does very closely uh, here on Bike Portland. One of the key uh, committees at Metro is called JPACT. It's the Joint Policy Advisory Committee on Transportation. It's made up of mayors, uh, commissioners, counselors, uh, agency directors from all over the region. Oh, and when I talk about regional, um, when it comes to Metro, their jurisdiction is everything from Washington County on the west side. They even have jurisdiction over southwest Washington. So as in the state of Washington, southwest Washington, also Clackamas County, uh, eastern Multnomah County, and of course the Portland area and Multnomah County here where we're sitting recording this today. So that's who sits on JPACT and they get a lot of the meaty transportation issues and they are a fun listen once a month. At their recent meeting, uh, at their recent March meeting, I believe it was March 16th, they got together. I was listening to the beginning of the meeting and I heard something that was pretty interesting. What, what I wanted to share in this episode is what's called the reading of the names. There were a couple reasons why I wanted to share this. The first is that this reading of the names uh, I think is important and I want other people to hear about it and maybe some folks uh, from other cities and other agencies that aren't doing this yet will consider doing it. Now, I will note that Jay JPACT is definitely not the only committee that does this reading of the names. I've heard it done at like PBOT's Bureau Budget Advisory Committee and definitely some of their other committees as well. What it actually is, this is something that came from, uh, I think, probably once uh, our region or once our city started talking about Vision Zero as a campaign, right? The campaign to end all traffic deaths uh, and serious injuries on our roads. So once Vision Zero became a thing, I started to hear at the start of some of these local meetings where the host of the meeting would read all the people's names who'd been killed in traffic crashes since the last time they met. There's often a brief moment of silence after the reading of the names. I think it's a pretty powerful thing, especially given who is around these tables, right? Like I said, th these are mayors, elected officials, some pretty high profile folks from various agencies and policymakers and such. So most of the time, these are read and then the meeting just goes on and folks don't really talk much about it. Um, I still think it's important because they've heard it and it sticks into their brain, into their hearts, hopefully. But at this meeting, uh, at this recent meeting of JPACT, there was actually an exchange about it. So I thought it was really valuable beyond just the reading of the names that you'll hear in these clips I'm going to share. Uh, first, they're responded to by the chair of JPACT, who is Metro Councilor Juan Carlos Gonzalez. Uh, he responds to the reading of the names that is done by Margie Bradway. Uh, she's specifically 
specifically Deputy Director of Planning, Development, and Research at Metro. But before that, she spent three years or so as a division manager at the Portland Bureau of Transportation. And actually before that, she was a program manager at ODOT, the Oregon Department of Transportation. So what you'll hear first is Bradway uh, reading off the names. And then after that, you'll hear the response from Chair Gonzalez. So the monthly fatal crash report um, for this month is as follows. Jorginho, 31, driving in Multnomah County. Jason, walking in Multnomah County. Lillian and Micah um, in Clackamas County. Robert. And I won't have you listen to all the names that Bradway read, but I want you to hear when Chair Gonzalez responds. He doesn't just let the moment pass. He gives it a little bit of added weight. Thank you, Margie, for reading those names. 18 fatalities since the last report and at least 26 since the start of the year feels like a really important number to acknowledge and um, we appreciate the staff for uh, putting that list together. And then to uh, my surprise and delight, since I think this is such an important topic, um, Washington County Commissioner Nafisa Fai asks a follow-up question and keeps the conversation going. Uh, thank you, Chair Gonzalez. This question is for Margie. I remember last year we talked about having sort of like an aggregate report of all these fatalities. Did that? Did I miss that report? And what's great about Commissioner Fai's question is that it spurs this response from Bradway, where she gets to detail a little bit about how Metro is going to be able to do more now because they've recently got a $2.4 million uh, federal grant as part of the Biden administration's National Roadway Safety Strategy. Thank you, Commissioner Fai. So Metro does publish an annual report. We have not brought that report this year to this body yet. We are in a time of repositioning, but our region was successful in bringing home a $2.4 million grant for the safety for streets for all. And so that is an opportunity to really do a deep dive into this with new data sets um, and a higher level of collaboration between Metro and its partners. So you should do see, uh, expect to see more um, kind of being brought to this body over the course of the next two years as part of that safety grant. And at this point, I'm just like over the moon because we have Commissioner Fi asking for even more detail. I mean, I've got to really get to know Commissioner Fi better. She is really great on this topic. And I loved that she was asking, she was asking Bradway for even more detail. I have a quick follow-up. It was my understanding that the report wouldn't be just the fatalities, it would also align some of the safety um, mechanisms or improvements that got implemented? Thank you. So we track fatalities and serious injuries in terms of our progress, but there is a whole host of performance measures that we track that were set out in the 2018 Traffic Safety Report um, in terms of measuring our progress. And those are wide ranging from strategies around behavior to strategies that involve engineering and design. And so the report is attempt to track those strategies as well. So it's it's a holistic approach. Thank you. Now, keep in mind here that this whole entire discussion about Metro's efforts to reduce traffic uh, fatalities and make streets safer, this wasn't even on the agenda of this meeting. This entire exchange 
all comes from just the reading of the names at the start and the fact that you had one commissioner, Commissioner Fi, cared enough to actually ask some questions about it. Now, the next part I wanted to share with you was a reply, so a comment from a different commissioner. This is Clackamas County Commissioner Paul Savis, who uh, I'll just say isn't known as, let's say, the most progressive uh, member of JPACT when it comes to transportation issues. And just listen how Commissioner Savis uses this exchange to sort of get his two cents in about the issue of road safety in general. And this also illustrates for me how one reason why I really love listening to these committee meetings is because we get to hear more from commissioners, more sort of candid responses like this. And I find this comment from Commissioner Savis very illuminating in terms of understanding who he is and understanding his perspective so that when he comments on other policies in the future, I sort of have this in the back of my mind. Yeah, I I actually appreciate, um, I, I believe, what Commissioner Fai is trying to um, tease out uh, and identify. Uh, just want to jump in real quick and say, notice how Commissioner Savas prefaces this comment by saying he's sort of in line with what Commissioner Fai is saying. Uh, and you've got to listen to the end because she comes back and makes sure to the group uh, to let them know that what he just said has nothing to do with what she was bringing up. Um, but I also want to put a little bit of words of caution there, and I just go back to almost 40 years ago when I first moved to Clackamas County or moved my business to Clackamas County. The first summer of setting up my business on McLaughlin Boulevard 99E, um, there were five fatal fatalities, pedestrian fatalities, all of which were crossing the highway, not at the not at the a pedestrian crossing, but in the middle of the highway, um, and frankly, somewhat in, in a reckless manner. And my observation, that was the first year, but my observation is that along McLaughlin, along McLaughlin Corridor, I can only recall of one, actually two, two acts, two fat, pedestrian fatalities that were actually in a specific pedestrian corridor. The remainder of them were people cutting through, whether on bicycle or cutting across the highway or, um, or on foot. And it, 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 it to this day, it still bothers me when I see people that are only 25 feet away from a crosswalk who choose not to use the crosswalk, but just choose to bolt across the intersection. I, I, I just don't know how we identify that in a way that demonstrates that sometimes people are careless um, and it's unfortunate if it, if it costs their lives and also the impacts to the people driving their cars as well. I have a family member who who had accidentally hit someone who did just that, just bolted across the highway unexpectedly at night, couldn't see them, and left, really, frankly, um, left them for the rest of their lives uh, impacted by the fact that they hurt someone. So I just want to just put that out there that not all accidents um, are the cause of um, our facilities. Uh, thanks, uh, Commissioner, for sharing. Um, Commissioner Fai, you have your hand up again. Yeah, I was just going to say, I'm not sure I was teasing that out, Commissioner Savas. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, we shouldn't discount everything that Commissioner Savas says, but he is really walking a fine line here in terms of victim blaming, which is exactly the opposite type of discussion that folks were having around this table uh, in the moment. And especially bringing this up after a reading of people's names who have died in traffic fatalities just seemed really awkward and inappropriate. And you could actually hear the awkwardness in the way some folks responded to this. 
And I'm very happy that Commissioner Fye actually did make a response to point out to folks that, no, that is not what she was talking about. Before I leave you today in this episode, I'll give the final word to uh, JPAC Chair and, and Metro Councilor Juan Carlos Gonzalez. This was a bit of an informal chat in the agenda, but I do want to appreciate people's attention uh, to the safety analysis and reports that Metro does. And as Margie mentioned, with this with this federal investment, the opportunity it will give us to do uh, uh, more work um, is is something that we're really uh, exciting uh, excited about. And in terms of infrastructure, you know, I really I really see it as as our responsibility as JPAC, as municipal leaders, as planners that uh, that we make good context sensitive designs and investments that support the behaviors and the needs that communities want and um you know just the that's that's what i see as a really important mandate from us and and is what we'll try and do uh, moving forward that was metro j packed chair and metro counselor juan carlos gonzalez uh speaking at the j meeting on march 16th 2023 Thank you for listening to the Bike Portland podcast and for all of you who are financial supporters and subscribers of Bike Portland, we really appreciate your support of our important work. If you haven't yet, please tell a friend about this podcast and leave us a review and make sure you subscribe. If you have questions or feedback or anything like that, uh, check the show notes. I'll put some links uh, to things we talked about in the episode there. Uh, And if not, you can always get in touch with me. You can always drop me a line. My email and contact information is at bikeportland.org. This is your host, Jonathan Moss. Until the next episode, I'll see you in the streets.